0: Hello, and welcome back to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has the chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction.
1: I'm Lindsay, and I use she, her pronouns.
0: I'm Tanner, they, them, and we have a very special guest today that we're very excited about. She just came back from her honeymoon with the Green Goblin. It's Lady Emily!
2: (laughs) Hi! Hi, my name's Lady Emily. You can also just call me Emily. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. Um yeah that, uh, that that's me i'm emily <laughs> <laughs> it's it it is emily of youtuber fame <laughs> yeah the emily the only emily uh no i i lady emily i have my own channel lady emily and i also write, co-write for uh the channel sarah's ed on youtube yeah uh, which where i'm called co-writer emily there it's it's a different i play different roles it's it's an acting thing you know
0: yeah and and the reason that you're here is because I think you made a tweet that was like, what's something you've always wanted to say to me, but you're too nervous. And I was just like, I think it'd be cool if you come to my podcast, but you're too cool to be on my podcast. <laughs> and you, then you messaged me like, hey, I'll be on your podcast. That was a challenge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you can't say I'm too cool. I'm going to immediately prove you the fuck wrong. <laughs> no, because uh, I remember, I think y'all tagged me beforehand to be on the podcast, so I kind of remembered it, and I was like, I should message them to be on the podcast, and then I never did, because I'm bad at DMs, and I'm bad at planning, um, which is great when you're self-employed, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm excited to reboot a thing, uh, as, as
0: I assume we're here for, I, yes. I'm here to do a pitch, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, so, so what have you brought to the table to pitch to us?
2: Okay, <clears throat> I did a producing class, so I'm all prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> are you aware of the show Home Improvement? <laughs> yes, oh wait,
0: is this the tweet that we tagged you
2: in? <laughs> <laughs> it is the tweet that you tagged me in <laughs> I've refined it. <laughs> I've modified it. I'm here I'm ready i i'm I think we can get funding for this.
0: I think we're good uh so i I think just name alone, you one could easily make a home improvement reboot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, I, there's
2: lots of rooms for improvement there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, this uh, used to be so- appointment viewing for me and my family. But I was really little, and I didn't know that the show was called Home Improvement, so I just called it Funny Tim. <laughs> I when I was a kid, I thought. Home Improvement
2: and Tool Time were two different like shows yeah, that just shared same. the same cast like MCU style. <laughs> and so I'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> the lore is getting really deep. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, if For those who, at home who might not know what Home Improvement was, it was a 90s sitcom that ran for eight seasons somehow. Uh, in which uh, Tim Allen plays a a wacky, lovable host of a Home improvement handyman TV show who has to deal with the fact that the world is changing and women have needs and <laughs> kids are hard to raise. And it's basically that for like eight seasons. And it's uh, peak TV, honestly. And we haven't really improved since until now um, with my exciting reboot idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, well, I, kn- I know that Tim Taylor did also show up in the last season of Last Man Standing. I heard about that yet I haven't watched the show but
2: I was doing research I saw it and then it's like okay so this is an MCU thing and there's just two there's two Tim Allens in this continuity uh that we have to deal with but don't worry I reflected that into my pitch uh, oh nice okay so the original Home Improvement was a very groundbreaking show and how it explored serious topics of, of gender roles in modern society and the modern family structure and just what it's like to build things, both a house and a family, correct? Yeah. 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 So, obviously, I think the answer here as to how you reboot it is to make it very gay.
0: <laughs>
2: obviously. <laughs> Obviously gay. Now, the idea for this came the way most good ideas come to me, which is it came to me in a dream. Oh, good. (laughs) I dreamed the entire first season of this, and then I wrote it down.
0: Oh, oh, this is a gift.
2: Yeah, no, this is is a gift from the heavens, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So my home improvement reboot idea is that... It takes place in our modern day, and it involves Kim Heathers, a sorority sister and lesbian who likes building things and becomes <laughs> the new host of Tittle Time. <laughs> so this is after Tim Taylor has retired? Oh, he's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's dead and we killed him. That that was one of the first things that I put down in my notes. Because uh, one, I didn't see him in the dream, so obviously like he's not. <laughs> I can't mess with the formula here. If you die in the dream, you die for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen Doctor Strange. That's how it works. <laughs> but, but on a more on a on a more like producer level note, I don't want to give Tim Allen money, oh, so yeah. I don't.
1: Yeah, that's I right.
2: don't want him to. Yeah, I don't want him to appear in the series. Uh, we'll give him hush money so he doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tim's dead. Uh, most of the main cast is dead, so we can just ignore them. Oh,
0: did, he, did, did he try to like soup up the wrong uh, like device in the home, and it just burned down? Well, okay, that that is an idea. It's not the idea I had.
1: I was thinking something happened to the water heater, but
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's a good idea. I, well, we can work with that in the pitch. You see, my pitch was. That I really like because I care a lot about home improvement continuity as we all do, right? <laughs> and like that includes the expanded universe. You remember when like Disney bought Star Wars and then like they made the expanded universe non canon? Like fans got really mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, like, no more giant weasel. Yeah, we don't want that, right? Um, so I think what we need to do is canonize the Super Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a phrase!
2: <laughs> Uh, have, are y'all aware of the Home Improvement Super Nintendo game?
0: No! <laughs> but okay, okay it, w- it was the 90s. They made games that. I just found out today that there is a video game for LA Law, so you know what? I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's called Phoenix Wright.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, there is a Home Improvement Super Nintendo game where uh, Tim is working on the set of tool time and the producers introduce um, robotic dinosaurs who go haywire and start killing everyone. and he has to use his tools to go through the different film sets and take out the robot dinosaurs (laughs) and other robots that are around
1: Your tools are a nail gun, a blowtorch used as a (laughs) flamethrower, and a saw which hurls energy waves
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's game of the year and it's it's really the pinnacle and it was really the Dark Souls of its time because it didn't come (laughs) with an instruction book it just came with a piece of paper that said real men don't need instructions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate commitment to the bit. Yeah. No, so, but, but we need to canonize this, right? Obviously, because people are going to be mad if the video game isn't, like, addressed in the show or in the reboot or something. It happened with Ghostbusters. People got really mad there. We don't want that. So, the robots, dinosaurs killed most of the cast it's called it was called the calamity it was like a whole thing people like robot dinosaurs so it'll work this is how we get a fresh slate we don't have to worry about bringing back as many we can bring back the actors we want to bring back of which i have a few
0: yeah and you know if there's if there's a character we like but an actor we don't we can do like a tammy and the t-rex treatment where their just brain has been inserted into one of the robot dinosaurs oh yeah absolutely classic
2: film (laughs) i actually own that movie (laughs) But, but, you know, the robot dinosaur thing, that's just like a backstory thing, you know, that's like, you know, kind of like Robert's Rebellion in Game of Thrones or something like that. It's something that happens and kind of affected the world, but they don't really talk about it, you know, it's like, oh, well, th- yeah, I remember the robot dinosaurs. Exactly. Glad yeah. we got that taken
0: care of. They're making memes about it now on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. They're really funny. There's a robot <laughs> dinosaur filter in everything.
2: So we, we have our protagonist, Kim Heather, she's a sorority sister uh grew up in super peppy super like legally blonde sort of society mm. and she really likes building things she likes wearing flannel she's a very like girl but very like tool girl you know what i mean soft butch soft butch yeah. i wasn't gonna say it but <laughs> <laughs> it it creates the right <laughs> mental image
1: mm-hmm.
2: yes yes and and she uh Ends up being the host of Tool Time because she hosts her own, like, YouTube vlog channel, right? We need to incorporate modern media into this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, a thing every production loves. She has her own YouTube vlog channel, and, like, hey, we'd like to, like, have you host Tool Time in honor of Tim the Toolman Taylor, (laughs) who was murdered by dinosaurs (laughs) ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where we do get our one returning cast member. I think we need uh, Richard Karn back as Al. As the Han Solo to this Force Awakens. Yeah. (laughs) He shows up and he's like, Heidi, we're home as he walks onto the set. So, like, we have her set up. She's, like, dealing with being, like, a lesbian, dealing with being in college, and also being the host of a popular syndicated home improvement show. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not just about the home improvement in the show itself, right? Home improvement is about gender dynamics and family dynamics and things like that and relationship dynamics, right? bickering between husband and wife and all of that yeah so this was the other part of the dream she has a lot le- she has a rival oh, oh a, le- a lesbian rival named marcia miller who hosts a baking show at the studio next door
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> she's the hard femme in this dynamic
2: <laughs> yes 100 this is this is Kristen chenoweth style of woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and and she fucking hates Kim. She hates her with a passion because Kim is unprofessional, has never hosted a TV show before, her tools and her like sounds of her equipment and machinery interrupt the baking, which is a calm ASMR
0: style process. <laughs> The souffle, <laughs> yeah. Just going to put a
1: put a, some egg whites into this, and
2: <laughs> at one point, some drywall gets into some macaron she's making.
1: <laughs> you see dust coming down from the gypsum up in the roof, and
0: yeah, I'm just picturing that scene from Friends where Chandler is like sleeping against the wall, and the drill starts coming through right in front of his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean we could put
2: Chandler in the show too. If we wanted to. <laughs> that wasn't in the dream, but I'm open to it. Could this home be any more improved? <laughs> yeah, so this is this is our week to week, right? Okay, our first season is going to be the the uh enemy tension between Kim and Marsha. As these two try to deal with having a show right next to each other. Maybe maybe like Marsha tries to sabotage Kim on her her home improvement set maybe kim uh uh one of her sorority sisters finds out that she's into tool work that sounds like a euphemism is that what we're calling it now <laughs> and it turns out that sorority sisters also into tool work <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately much like uh Jesus and Judas, this is an enemies-to-lovers-to-enemies to to enemies story. Um, <laughs> so by the end of season two, I need Marcia and Kim to get together. Uh, yes. And and I think that's the arc that we're going for for the first season. Uh, uh, any notes, any feedback you'll have uh, uh, on on this? How, I'm open to anything.
0: Where is Wilson coming in?
2: Where's... Okay, so I was going to include Wilson, but it turns out his actor's dead. So... The character is canonically dead, but we do have robots, <laughs> <laughs> and this time it's all face. Wilson told gimmick in the originals—you couldn't see his face. This is just like a giant face, like Max Headroom, or the the cover ar- art for the Black Eyed Peas album, The End. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the only two frame of reference I have for a robot face. I- <laughs> I was gonna suggest child of Wilson, and that could even be one of the sorority sisters.
2: That could that could be a good one. Do we also not see her face? No, you can you can't ever see her only the top of her eyes. Yeah. Interesting. You see I like this because she is a sorority sister, so like maybe she had like outrageous eye makeup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but
0: like we never see the rest of the outfit or like the look that she's going for with that. We are we are casting for someone who can smise. <laughs>
1: And has really great eyebrows.
0: Yeah. Oh, but th- she, so she wouldn't be, she, she'd she be a, a, a sister in a different sorority though. So that's why also you could, they still have the fence between them because they're in the backyard of the sorority. Oh,
2: <laughs> I like that because then we can also do sorority wars. Yeah. At plot yes. point. Oh, Wait, I never even considered this. Is is Marsha also in a sorority? Cuz I expected her to be the same age, but like is she she also in school or is she one of those like Marcia, like- I feel like Marsha
0: I feel like Marsha still goes to the same school, but she's not in a sorority. Yeah, because uh, I don't I just don't believe in Greek life. It it doesn't uh, like hold to true to the community standards that it claims it does.
2: Yeah, I could see that. She just plus she's like very individualistic, you know. Yeah. It's like Why would she need a sorority? She has herself. And herself and all of her assistants who help her with her bake-off is good Mm -hmm.
0: enough.
1: Just got a girl bosses up at first.
2: (laughs) She walks around with a clipboard.
1: Yep. Oh Yeah. yeah,
0: she's a clipboard girl.
1: And I was just thinking, during her attempts to sabotage Kim's set, maybe she does just what my dad did when I was about five and electrocutes herself in a way that she's like, nobody can know about this. (laughs) <laughs> i nearly died <laughs> Ooh,
2: i like that and i i also want to add that because this is you know home of rooms are known for slapstick yeah. and i also love dramatic tension i think she electrocutes herself and her hair gets stuck up yes in the electrocution pose <laughs> and that's the thing towards like she has to lie about it but also she's like having really bad hair and she needs to be on campus and on camera and she's like
0: wearing the chef hat
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> At first, Kim thinks she's ratatouilleing under there, and it turns out it's just her hair is shocked and electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, no, these these are all very good ideas. These are all very good ideas. Um, I think for a first season, we have a really good framework uh, as far as, like, different sort of conflicts, different sort of things. Uh, as for the things for the end of season one, like I said, I want Marsha and Kim to get together. I feel like that makes sense. You know, lesbian relationship. Yeah. Obviously, what people are watching yeah. Home Improvement for. Right. Exactly. And- Uh, I think, I think Kim is going to be kicked out of her sorority for, for, uh, upsetting and not living up to her dues and duties. Uh, yeah. Giving her just tool time Mm -hmm. and just Marsha.
0: Plus, like, she, she probably did something to the sorority oven that made it explode.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause she just doesn't know how to cook. It's just the classic. Butch thing, you know, you don't know how to cook.
0: But but you know what? More power.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's why they need each other. She can't cook. Marsha can't fix anything in her house.
0: (laughs) Listen, the recipe says I can make 30 cookies if I put them in the oven for 10 minutes at 400 degrees. So, I can make 3,000 cookies if I put them in the oven for 10 minutes at 4,000 degrees. It's simple math.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because she has to cater the whole event, right? Ooh, what if they're like Hey, Kim, you know Marcia from the show Marcia Miller's Magical Masteries. (laughs) Can you can you get her to cater this this event for us? And then Kim's like, sure, I can. And then Marcia says no. So she's like, well, now I have to cook all of these cupcakes by myself.
0: That's that's either the, the the cold open to either the season finale or the season premiere is her, like, souping up the oven to cook everything, and then we get the opening credits, and then when we cut back, it is just the three fire trucks in front of the smoldering remains of the sorority house. Yes. yes. It's, it's very Better Call Saul season three finale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
0: Marsha, I need to
2: cook! <laughs> There has to be a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha joke in there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, so this is this is where we're setting up. We have our stakes. Also, I think at the end of this, we need another cast member from the returning show to be teased. Because I don't think we should kill them all off. Because yeah. I like some of them.
0: <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I heard of him. I know him from the song about 1999. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, uh, he was he was great. He um, most famously
2: played the kid in Home Improvement, and he also played uh, the kid in Man of the House, the Chevy Chase film. I'm sure we all saw about where like he he gets the stepdad who's Chevy Chase, and he wants to torture Chevy Chase. It was like a classic film. Yeah, wait, we've all seen
0: it. What so he, he wants to, he wants to kill Chevy Chase. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. It Didn't... was like that era of like. <laughs> Didn't they make a, a movie just like that with De Niro recently? Yeah. So, so yeah, the,
2: uh, the prequel to War with Grandpa, Man of the House. He was also the voice of Simba and Lion King, but I don't know if anyone saw that. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Indie film.
2: Yeah. So he played Randy. He played the middle child in uh, Home Improvement. And obviously the best one, because he left before the show was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, be- because he starred in Lion King, so he didn't need the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should bring him back. Uh, I think we should bring him back in the finale. He is there for the sorority event because the sorority event is to honor the ten year anniversary of the dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> war ending. <laughs> of which Randy's father was a war hero. And Randy himself was. That's that's how he died in combat. He got the Tim heart. the Jewelman Taylor. <laughs> They do the they they play taps with a little twelve gun salute, but instead of guns, it's the little drills that they hold up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that teases the fact that like okay, Randy still exists in this universe; he's not dead, and we can bring in other family members if we want to. We can even bring in Randy's kid as a third host for Tool Time at Randy's own request, since he is the, like you know legacy and owns the Tool Time brand. Yeah, so now we have a co-host. So that is our big dramatic thing for season two. Season two? Because we know this is going to get greenlit for season two, right? Yeah. Like, like, Yeah.
0: If if, we we... get this on CBS, it's going to run for 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. We're in the back. So we got this. (laughs)
2: Luckily, (laughs) I planned for 50
0: seasons. No. (laughs) Home improvement. The next generation. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Doctor Who.
2: Eventually, Kim just regenerates. (laughs) into it an, into another lesbian <laughs> <laughs> but okay so season two kim and marcia are dating now kim has had to move in with marcia because she's kicked out of the sorority house where else is she gonna go that's mm-hmm. actually how they start dating
1: Ooh.
2: that there is conflict there though because she does not like her co-host kim does not like her co-host her co-host is bratty annoying egotistical tim allen-esque <laughs> and this causes some conflict and more hijinks because we need hijinks right marcia and kim like each other now so they can't have hijinks with each other except for the marital household
0: partner yeah now no they're right. screwball hijinks
2: yeah it's like oh no i saw our friend naked in the shower i have to lie about it now and oh no i threw out the dinner Because I didn't think it was good.
1: (laughs) Oh no, we have that old heating system where if you, like, you're in the shower and someone turns on the water somewhere else, Ah, pain!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I blew up the toaster, so I have to convince Marsha not to make any toast for a week until the new one arrives.
2: (laughs) I tried to make Marsha a better baking whisk and ended up ruining all of her equipment in the process.
0: Now, now we have to we have to let Marcia be a little unhinged as well. Yeah. Oh, Marcia is unhinged.
2: Marcia, what can Marsha do to to jeopardize things? Then, like, what is what, what is her bad factor? in
1: Oh, she tries to do some sort of hmm. home improvement thing, and it just turns into okay. So I've uh, gutted the the ground floor, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she says she says renovating she says an open floor plan can't be that hard and then takes a sledgehammer and immediately knocks out a load-bearing wall. Oh no.
1: <laughs> she finds a copper wire and goes, "What's this? Tug."
2: <laughs> oh no. She starts making the Groover house. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually where she's always lived. She built it herself. She was really proud of it. <laughs> And now it's like, this is really frustrating, Kim, because she just notices everything wrong with the house. of like, <laughs> you know, you have an AC vent next to the window, and <laughs> you have the window at, <laughs> at rib level down the staircase.
1: Oh, there was this one uh, home improvement series on HGTV, Canadian series, and the it was always in these older houses that were being flipped, and people did, like bad jobs on them so you go in and everybody just looks like they're about to cry when they see like how bad the wiring is or like oh god they put stuff and it's like that that's kim constantly she's just like what the fuck what the fuck how is this place not burnt down
0: i think kim (laughs) needs to do the thing that my dad did This past weekend, when my parents came over to check up on me, which was Dad walks in, immediately pulls out the stud finder, and just starts going across the walls. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I am looking to getting a new shelf installed in my kitchen, but when I said, Dad, what do you think of this shelf? He said, oh, I didn't know you wanted a shelf. So he really was just coming in and measuring studs for the fun of it. (laughs) Dads. (laughs) No,
2: I I do love the idea that her house is a mess. I'm imagining, like, there's this weird setup, like, of, of the wires, things of just things programmed wrong, Towards like, she's like, hey, I'd like to use the microwave. Do you know how to use it? And she's like, oh, okay, so the way that it's actually wired is really interesting. So you're going to need to go into the living room, turn on the middle switch, and then that's going to turn on the power in the bathroom. And so there you're going to have to turn on the fan, because the fan is actually powered- to the other thing. It's actually, like, hydropower. It's like a wind power thing. Really more environmentally <laughs> friendly, according to my my contractor. <laughs> and then once the fan is on, that'll power up the blender, of which the microwave is plugged into via a USB port. <laughs> so you need to turn on the blender first.
1: <laughs>
2: but I do think that uh, this, this co-host, like I said, very gnarly, very immature, very, uh, you know
0: Poochie from The Simpsons? Yes. No. I've only ever watched two Simpsons episodes. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so here's the thing is that when I was growing up, all my friends loved The Simpsons. My parents were like, well, we've heard it's a mature cartoon, so we don't want to let our five-year-old child watch The Simpsons. And I was like, please, parents, peer pressure and all that, what? And they're like, okay, fine. And so we watched the episode where Bart and Lisa make an itchy and scratchy cartoon, and it's like the really, really violent one and we just assumed that all of simpsons was really really violent based on that and i'm like i don't want to watch this show anymore i think it's mean <laughs> oh no
2: <laughs> i mean fair
1: i mean tanner also had the luck of watching the uh your first full metal alchemist episode was uh when chimera's um, cry
0: no. yeah but that got me hooked so and also it was like a few years later yes that's true yeah <laughs> no i mean i i i feel i
2: started watching simpsons when i was like 5 4 or 5 um But, like, my grandma was like, you shouldn't be watching it. It's rude, crude, and socially unacceptable, is what she always said. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if I ever get a Netflix special, that's gonna be the name of it. Oh, that's a (laughs) good one.
1: Yeah, my Uh, parents never, you know, cared about what my brother and I watched.
2: (laughs) I'm fine. I, like, my mom cared, but my dad was like, yeah, you can watch The Sopranos with us, eight-year-old Emily. Just turn your eyes when they're in the strip club. And I'm like... (laughs) It's, it's it's really, because I did that Berserk video, and people were in the comments, because I mentioned in the video, I've been a Berserk fan since I was 11, and people were like, you were feeding Berserk when you were 11? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I read Watchmen when I was 11, too. I had a weird child, and I don't know what to tell you. Yep. Anyway, I'd like to... With that in mind, I'd like to suggest an episode where Marcia and Kim have a nice, relaxing evening where they watch TV and they just watch the entirety of Last X to Get to Springfield, uh, the season four Simpson episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since I know you're going to watch the show and that's going to be the best way that I get you to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the, the main conflict for season two and what it's going to build up to, because we already built up to the relationship, right? So we yeah. can't do like a will they, won't they again? Is will they host a show together? Because that would fulfill the co-host requirement. Well, they could also merge their brands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can lead us into season three. Which is Marsha and Kim having a cooking home improvement show. The first of its kind. <laughs> I'm, I tried to think of a funny name for it. In my notes, I just put gay baking and building. <laughs> um, we can shorten it to gay B&B. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: trying to think so- I'm trying to think of something that either rhymes or is alliterative. Built- building and baking? Hmm. That could work. Power baking?
2: <laughs> Power baking. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a workout routine.
0: <laughs> they could just call it home improvement. I mean,
2: yeah, that's, that's, the, like, that's the thing, right? Where it's like, everyone's always like, why is the show called Home Improvement? And you think it's like a double entendre because it's about improving your home life as well as improving, con- you know, the construction of things in your house. Yeah. But no, it's about home improvement because baking and building is what improves your home. But of course, this causes hijinks because no one's ever billed and baked before in the same room at the same time.
0: Exactly. They're two completely different genders.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's not gay at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so this
2: is where we get our slapstick. This is where we get our hijinks. This is where we get our, uh, you know, oh, I'm trying to stir cake batter, but she's trying to Wire the electrical circuit at the same time. <laughs> I don't know anything about building shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe this is when Kim gets really into cars because Tim would also focus on cars sometimes. Yeah. He was a big car fan. Because Tim Allen's a car fan. He yeah. makes self-inserts. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this is when she gets into cars. So it's like, oh no, you're trying to work on the engine of this car with this exhaust going on while I'm also... <laughs> Showing people how to make focaccia bread. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they still love each other, right? Of course they do. But, like, it gets a bit taxing. Sometimes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... I feel like there's a lot of drama that can be had there. A lot of intimate stuff. And a lot of serious conversations that can be had through the art of doing construction equipment tasks while also baking. Um... And I I, I want to explore a serious queer relationship over multiple seasons. Yeah. But also, we've ignored Al's role in this. Yes. (laughs) For the longest time.
0: Oh, poor Al.
2: He's just trying to keep
0: the set standing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's still a mentor. And now he's like, you know... He he has to deal with the fact that he has to deal with a couple on the set of his show now. Because it is his show. He is the the showrunner. The the Stephen Moffat of... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Tool time no, no, come on I'm pretty sure he would understand what a woman is
2: <laughs> Well Here's the thing, you know He has to give Kim advice because he's like I know what it was like, I was also in love with my co-host uh, It's awkward It's uncomfortable You need to bury those those feelings down and be professional But I like to throw out a radical twist here If I may that might complicate things, but I think might also work out. Al's always been a pretty stand-up guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Always been really nice, always been pretty chipper. Almost weirdly nice, right? Like nothing really phased him. Like almost kind of mechanically, you'd say. The season two finale ends with him contacting. The last few remaining robot dinosaurs (laughs) to say the infiltration has been successful (laughs) and the reboot has been commencing. (laughs) Now, Al's goal, as our chaotic antagonist behind the scenes, has always been to bring back tool time. And before you say this is dumb, this came to me in a dream, so it's not. Exactly. Um, Yeah. To bring back tool time. Now the reason for this was not to memorate Tim. Because Al, as part of the robots, was involved in Tim's death.
0: Exactly. If I can't have you no one can.
2: Yes. If he can find someone with Tim's ability, and Tim's skill, and expertise at building, and the madness to do it, they can have more robots. (laughs) It's just about pushing them to that point. (laughs) And that's what he needs to do. So season three, beyond just the conflict of can you do construction work and bake at the same time, Al is sabotaging behind the scenes because he does not want this to go well. The more baking happens on the show, the less robot building there is. (laughs) (laughs) So there's there's like some some cutthroat kitchen style sabotages going on here right behind the scenes. And we don't know until the end of the season that Al was behind them, right? Yeah. So that that time where Kim uh used the wrong spoon and started a fire while trying to deal with stirring shit. I don't bake. I don't know what cooking is. I don't know what food is. I'll replace the spoons at the last minute off screen. <laughs> that moment where Marsha blew up the Pontiac Trans Am <laughs> that Kim was working on on camera (laughs) no
0: no no it's a pinto (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and then kim is like honey don't feel bad they explode if you look at them too hard (laughs) and it
2: ends after all of this hijinks home improvement or whatever this show is called (laughs) Inside the show Home Improvement. Yeah. Not our show. It's not going to get cancelled. But this exactly. show, Inside, gets cancelled. Unless they get rid of the weak link, Marsha.
1: <gasps> no.
2: And Kim agrees oh, that no. Marsha should be fired to keep the show going. To honor Tim's legacy. After <gasps> Randy and Al give her a comforting talking to. About how it's the right
0: thing to do. Wait, so, so is Randy in on it or is he just invested in his dad's legacy? Okay. Which one do you think is
2: more interesting? Because I don't think Randy is a robot. But he could be either pro-robot or anti-robot. Is he in on the scheme?
0: See, it, I ha- I have an idea on Randy's arc for season four, if you don't. Oh, well, I'd love to hear it. Because I'm thinking Randy really, really idolized his dad. You know, problems and all. and but But maybe to the point where he couldn't acknowledge that there were Problematic things that his dad did, and then maybe yeah. we bring the his shitty son back, <laughs> and because he's raising his son essentially to be the next Tim, and it's like, oh, and and if Marsha's gone, then they can be like, okay, well, the, the son is way better now. Like we he, he's calm, he's trying to figure stuff out, and then like the son has like a a, a head a tête-à-tête with Kim, and the son's like, yeah, I think I'm having like struggles with my sexuality and i don't know how to talk to my dad about it because he's never been like super great with that stuff and so while randy is trying to or no while while al is trying to you know lead the robot uprising randy just wants to honor his dad and mold his son into a new tim and his son is starting to push back against that now
2: Ooh, i love that yes that's very that's very good
0: and so then the, the face turn would be when, Ra- like when the son comes out to Randy and Randy's like, yeah, I never should have tried to turn you into my dad. I should have let you be my, your own person. And then he turns to Al like, Al, I think we're making a mistake. And then Al rips his face off and there's a metal skull underneath or whatever.
2: <laughs> Ooh. So does this mean, does this mean uh, Randy's son is like cyborg as well or like half cyborg?
0: Oh, no, I think I misspoke. Yeah, Al, Al like, Randy, Randy and son are humans, and they they're okay. d- have totally mundane motivations for doing what they've been doing. And then Al okay. is like, everyone has turned against me. I guess now we have to do this by force.
2: Okay. I, I, I do appreciate that. I love that. Okay. Because it goes also with, with what I'm doing, or what I'm thinking as this arc for season four. Because like I said, this is enemies to lovers to enemies.
0: Oh, Okay. <gasps>
2: So we need this is where we start Kim's Heart of Darkness arc. Like like this is her corruption arc. Oh if no. If it hasn't already been happening already. She's depressed. She knows the show isn't doing well, and she wants it to do well. She's she her and her girlfriend are fighting often. Marsha is depressed, barely the happy, strict femme that she used to be. Kim just needs some influence in her life and something that'll put the show back on track. And what better way to do that than to look at these interesting blueprints Tim had that Al was so gracious to provide. For things she can build on the show and teach other people how to build. Little machines, little mechanical machines that can help honor Marcia's legacy while also being about construction. So you know how it's like it's hard for people to learn how to chop onions and chop like little fruits and things like that what if a rope what if you could build a machine that could knife really well and cut really well (laughs) (laughs) you know how you like sometimes it's hard to figure out how to like cook things or like bake things in the oven and things like that you know and and sometimes you you want to like do like those little like fire drinks and things like that and smoke your little things that you're making what if you could make a robot that just does that for you that just shoots out fire at the right temperature for the right amount of time (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> kneading dough is so hard but what if you could have like a robot that could like pull and stretch with incredible might just has an amazing strength <laughs> <laughs> and this time the only thing Al suggests is that this time the robots have longer arms than Tim's designs were <laughs> so that they can do all of these things because that was the The one flaw with the robots. They couldn't fight back against tools because their arms weren't long enough. (laughs) They were dinosaurs. And this works really well. Tool time is doing great. People are loving the how to build your own machines lectures. She's making so many machines, both to practice off camera and then also on camera. It's going really well. The show's doing great in ratings. And then... (laughs) Marsha notices what's going on because Marsha hasn't been watching the show because she's depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and she's been. She found a job. It's a good job. It's, um, you know, like when you go into Barnes and Noble and they have like the little cafe there. Yeah. She- yeah, she works there.
0: Cool. So so Which she's I- doing all their in-house baking.
2: Yeah. But it's like, you know, they don't really let you have fun with it because it's just like, you know, you have to kind of have it be the same as like every Barnes and Noble thing. But like, it's fine, you know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. She's really happy. It's She's doing well. She has a great job. (laughs) She's doing well. She's happy. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) She tells herself. (laughs) Someone comes into the store and says, hey, aren't you Kim's girlfriend? She's so great on TV. And Marsha goes, I don't know who you're talking about. She's fine. <laughs> She's fine. And then in the season 4 finale, uh Marsha finally tunes into the show and realizes what has been going on in the stuff that Kim is building because she sees the million cooking robots that have now gone in the house. And Kim has gotten obsessive over it and is like, "Marsha, dear babe, honey, You don't even have to worry about cooking. We have the machines to do it for us. So, like, don't worry. Just sit down. (laughs) Marsha doesn't like this. One, because robot-related trauma. (laughs) And two, no machine can replace a human at the art of cooking. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's an art and soul passion. And this causes a fight between the two. And Kim leaves to go to the set, where she's now going to live and build robots. Mm. Season
0: five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're ending season four in a dower. You gotta wait three months to see if anyone's gonna recover emotionally.
2: Look, you know, it's not gonna be too bad of a dower, because we're gonna see, like, I don't know, Randy's son try to ask a guy out, and he's like, wow, you're really- Chipper, and then he runs off, and it's going to be like a laugh track thing as he runs into the door on the way out. Because yeah. we're still going to have a laugh track, by the way. This is still filmed in front of a studio audience. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: And like nobody can beat dour endings like, Mash when they killed off Henry Blake. So <laughs> spoilers for Mash. This th-
0: this truly is the ma- This is truly the mash of combination cooking, baking, sitcom, queer n- television. <laughs>
2: yeah it's everything that mash was <laughs> queer and had robots in it yeah what if instead of a, a war it was a television show and in- instead of uh, a bunch of guys it was a bunch of dudes or a bunch of <laughs> well
0: <laughs> the two genders guys and dudes <laughs> yeah i've seen that musical <laughs>
1: So anyway, we get into the small soldiers plot now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so we cut to uh, we're going to do a time skip here to a year later, where we see Kim, the Tool Woman,
0: the Tool Dame.
2: That does sound like a good robot overlord name. Yeah. Yes. Has uh, the first episode is honestly a bit weird. I think we open the season on a bit of a mind fuck, you know, mm-hmm. um, to where it's a sitcom episode where it's like. Kim's going through the motions of like, oh my god, things are going wrong, the children are, you know, misbehaving, the 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 food for dinner got ruined, and now we have to figure out what we're going to do in an emergency. It's Kim, and only Kim, in a house with a bunch of robots who <laughs> are fulfilling the roles for her. So
0: are these robots that look like children, or is it just like her and three Johnny Fives?
2: It is, we are wallying it up over here. <laughs>
1: I expect at least a few Roombas in there.
2: There is a a Roomba. And also just because I like them and I always wanted one as a kid. One of those little robot dogs. Yes. Yes. That that you can plug an MP3 player into.
1: (laughs) And a super creepy Furby. Maybe one of those long warm
2: Kirby's. (laughs) Oh yeah, no. That's actually, we can do that as foreshadowing. We can have like the reason why she got hired. Was because she made a video detailing the long Furby she built.
0: <laughs> and now it lives in the vents.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the world's longest long Furby. Okay, it doesn't live in her vents. It lives in Marsha's vents. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but but Kim has gone all in on the robots. It's going really well. She has a nice little community of, like, just self-sustaining household things. She doesn't really need anyone else there. She's handling the breakup with Marsha fine. <laughs> <laughs> She basically spends her life either at home with her robots or at work with her robots and Al. Who is still, like, you know, at this point, doing pretty good. Sounding a bit Emperor Palpatine maybe at some points, but doing pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I think Richard Karn has the range. I think he could do it. (laughs) And then Marsha is also doing quite fine. Until... She gets a talking to from an old friend, Wilson's daughter, <laughs> Yeah, who asks how Marsh is doing. Not because they're great friends, but because, you know, they hung out a few times with Kim and things like that. And like, you know, like, like, I, you know how like kind
0: of like all gay people know each other? You, you know, yeah. I keep hearing that and I'm trying to make that happen in my town, but it's not working yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to actually leave my house more.
1: There's not enough of us, Tanner. <laughs>
0: They all know each other and they don't know me. That's the problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. No, but but yeah, that's how they meet. Wilson Wilson's daughter, who I want to just call Wilson, I think. Yeah. Wilson's a last name as yeah. far as we know, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe her name's Wendy Wilson. That's really close to Wendy Williams. Her name's not Wendy Wilson.
1: Wilma?
0: <laughs> Wilma Wilson. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when she finds her at the coffee shop, she's got just a big stack of books in front of her.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She gives Marsha a pep talk. She's like, you know, hey, you know, man was not meant to be doing this. Your passion is elsewhere. You have greatness in you. I know it. You can bake as good as the rest of them. Why don't you start your own bakery instead of working here? And Marsha's like, yeah, why don't I start my own bakery? And I have this nice, spacious, modified house to do it in.
0: <laughs>
2: that's completely robot free because I make mine all natural now compared to most yeah. foods that are robot made because of how successful <laughs> farm to table homes <laughs> yeah, the lush of bake. <laughs> <bakeries>. <laughs> 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 but yeah the robots have taken off maybe that's like one of the things that gets her to quit is that they're like hey us at Barnes & Noble are all about innovative, innovation and technology and treating our employees well. <laughs> We're all about diversity. <laughs> we think that it'd be best if you have these new upgraded machineries we have for our espresso and uh, baking facilities. And she's like, I don't want to use any of these robots. And she quits on the spot to start her own bakery. And this is a problem because home improvements no longer a show. It's a business. Oh, self-help books, YouTube's apps, independent DoorDash restaurants. It's a cult. (laughs) Cult is closed-minded. Like you can leave whenever you want. Sure. It's it's a tight knit group of people who understand a common purpose and good, working to make a better society together, using the tools and the truths that we know. (laughs) It's a family. And you're welcome to the tool time (laughs) family. (laughs) Uh, And at this point, uh, yeah, they have their own restaurant stuff. They have DoorDash. They're doing really good, but their profits are being cut into because there's this really amazing bakery that opened in town that is outpacing and outcompeting with Kim's Robots. In the tool time robots. What am I saying?
0: (laughs) No, no, keep going. You're doing great.
2: And Al is like, Kim, I know you're busy in your lab making robots. And hosting my show. People love you. They love your flannel. They love your design. You're very negotiable. See who owns this John Henry bakery. (laughs) (laughs) And get them to stop. Or get them in. Make a business deal with them. And this causes some wacky hijinks. We can have an episode where she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna be late. Because she, She's like, I need to make sure the client knows I look well. need to take off my like lab coat and things like that. And my flannel and my like belts and things like that. And she goes over, she looks at the address, and it's Marsha's place. <laughs> and they have a moment of reflection. Where they go in for coffee. And it's the best coffee that Kim's had. Since the split with Marsha. And she realizes that her robots can't replace what's human. And Marsha tries to talk things through and says, Don't you think this is getting out of hand? They're everywhere now. Don't you know where this is going? Where this led before? Bakeries being put out of business? By robots? (laughs) (laughs) And this is the wrong thing to say because Kim is like, You've always cared more about your baked goods than me. And my ambitions and my dreams. I'm doing something. I'm being successful. Al's always been supportive. <laughs> and the two leave. But Kim leaves something behind. The blueprints for what she was working on. A robot T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. This is, I think, midway through season five. Yeah. I think we need to do a Breaking Bad thing here. I can only see this being five seasons. Okay. Because, like, Shakespeare and Tragedy, you know? Fair yeah. enough. So maybe this is, like, the mid-season thing, you know? So we're, we're in the final act of the Shakespearean tragedy. And no, actually, I know what the midseason is. A very special episode of Tool Time where Kim has finished her creation, the giant robot T-Rex. She asks Al to take a last few looks at it, just glance it over, see how well it fits Tim's specifications. And then she leaves because she gets a phone call from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's son. Randy's dead. <laughs> And Al modifies the machinery and suddenly the robot activates. And it eats everyone in the audience.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Kim is standing there dumbfounded. And I'd like to make a suggestion here. A bit of artistic license. Because I feel like we do need to add some homage and respect to what came before. Well also something that's always bugged me Is that you see robot T-Rexes in media, and they always have, like, a T-Rex roar, right? Like, someone had to program in that, like, a Furby sound clip. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do a T-Rex roar. I think that's lazy. I think that's trite.
0: (laughs) I think I know where you're going.
2: (laughs) The dinosaur activates, opens its mouth, and does the Tim Allen grunt. (laughs) (laughs) And then, weirdly enough, all the robots have the Tim Allen grunt programmed into it. And only the Tim Allen grunt. And we see, as the streets are flooded with robots who can cut, burn, and stretch anyone they need to, all yelling in chaotic sequence. Uh?
1: Okay, I gotta suggest that to my brother because he's got strong opinions on T-Rex roars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park, but every dinosaur roar is replaced with a Tim Allen. Cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and at first, Kim is horrified. How could she have done this? How could she have gone so wrong? She did all the calculations correctly. She She's good at building. She's good at building. She hasn't had slip-up in forever. Was it Marsha that messed up with the plans? No. Because Marsha had the blueprint for the T-Rex. And she asked Al about it. And Al is like, I think Marsha messed with the T-Rex. But is this a bad thing? Look at what we built. Look at our enterprise. (laughs) Your creations are everywhere. When have people done good for you? The girl you loved broke up with you. she crushed you. Your sorority sisters abandoned you. When's the last time Wilson came to visit you and offer you advice and ethos at the end of an episode? <laughs> Kim, I have to be honest. I'm an android. I've been an android the whole time. <laughs> Some, I, was, I was afraid to tell you because I knew you'd be close-minded about it. People have opinions regarding what happened years ago because they don't understand what happened. But you do. You helped us. <laughs> we worship you, Kim. We are Elias to you. We're grateful for you. We're a family. <laughs> you have improved our home. <laughs> the planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim hangs up and doesn't call Marcia. And that's where we end the mid-season. <laughs> and we pick up a year later. And <laughs> <in> real- <laughs> In real time. We need time to shoot this. The special effects budget is going to go through the roof. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we cut to five years later in the show itself. Robots have taken over. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't even see humans around anymore, actually. And gosh, the, the whole thing has gotten so convenient that out of the Tool Time Studio, you have robots who can build other robots. And it's so great and so good. And presiding over this is Kim. <laughs> now wearing leather still flannel but leather flannel to signify that she's <laughs> evil I was thinking like the full
1: pleather villain suit and then just have to have flannel like lumber jacket on top
2: <laughs> I love that and I'd love to see people on like the-, the subreddit stuff be like they foreshadowed her turning evil because she always wore red in the show <laughs> she always wore re- red flannel <laughs> And then, she's doing great for herself. She's doing so well, actually. She's happy. She's thriving. She's totally happy. She's fine. She has her baby. She has her kids. She has her family. She has her home improvement. They do their nice little sitcom routine. Robot Tim Allen shows up, and <laughs> that he is Tim Allen. He's Tim Taylor, but we don't pay Tim Allen. <laughs> uh, We pay Chris Evans. <laughs> <our> <laughs>
0: oh, that's perfect.
2: Yeah, I think he'd be good at it. <laughs> Everything's going well, but there are word of a resistance brewing (laughs) from a small underground bakery (laughs) (laughs) led by Commander Miller, not the Metal Gear Solid character, but but, but Marsha. And they're in their operation to find the rebels and crush them. So that tool time can fin- continue expanding mm-hmm. for a robot only world. I should add at this point, by the way, uh, I think Kim should have a robot arm.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe there's like a cool fight scene, like the end of Akira and stuff like that, and she has like her flannel
0: on, like the red cape, mm-hmm. and like a cool robot arm. And she got it. Be- she got it because she was trying to overclock one of the robots, and it it did explode and take her arm out. But the whole thing is played for comedy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Like, the robot Tim Allen's like, now you're like one of us. And then the left track goes on <laughs> as we focus on this painful mechanical arm surgery that she's undergoing without anesthesia because robots oh, no. don't need it. <laughs> Darth Vader behavior. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And they crush the rebels. Or they find the rebels and they invade the base. And Kim and Marcia come face to face for the first time. And Marsha throws a knife at Kim's head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, not a, a fighting knife, obviously. Like a, you know, butter knife, cooking knife. Yeah. Butter knife. One that's gonna actually, like, kill. But, like, you know, thematically consistent. Mm-hmm. She she has a, uh, like, a blue camouflage apron now. Pink army uniform. <laughs> combat boots. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup's still on point, though. And hair's still great. Still has a clipboard, weirdly enough. But I don't know what she's writing down on it.
0: Well, it's reinforced so that she can use it as a melee weapon.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has a secret knife actually hidden in it. <laughs> yeah. Marcia and Kim uh, reconnect for the first time. And they have their fight where they try to kill each other using baking tools and home equipment. Yeah. As one would think. It's thematic, right? I think we could, uh, I think we can get some good fight choreographers on that, probably. Mm-hmm. We can afford fight choreographers on the home improvement budget, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's going to be, like, a mega hit. So, like, they're going to be giving us, like, Game of Thrones money. 30 million per episode. Yeah, they meet up. They have this whole exchange. They fight. But, like, it starts as, like, one of those rage fights. And then it kind of ends up being, like... You know those sorts of, like, sword fights and stuff like that? To where it's, like, made of anger, but they're also, like, both kind of really into it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, each, each attack is made with, like, passion and stuff like that. And it's, like, there's, like, a sword to the neck. And it's, like, really, like deep and cool and it's like they put it under the chin and lift the head up yeah <laughs> this is this is the gay representation on the show so we need a gay sore fight exactly <laughs> and this is where we're getting it yeah and then these characters get trapped underground together as the walls collapse and it's just kim her robots marcia and the rebels and this is where we go back to sitcom hijinks <laughs> because now they have to live together underground as enemies and so there's there's definitely things there. Like, maybe the robots break down and want to kill Marsha. And then Kim's like, no, don't kill Marsha. And it's like, why do we not kill Marsha? And it's like, ah, oh, because I'm going to do it. And then, like, Kim just keeps fumbling the actual execution of Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, how do you, how do you end a show like this? Home Improvement. How does Home Improvement possibly have a finale?
0: I think maybe they do find cyber wilson and they're able to upload him into the global dinosaur network in order to shut down the robots Ooh. yes
2: Ooh, i love that or that's, that's the, the
0: plan the alternative is that although the first robots the the first wave of robots that kim was making what well, because she made them like while she was thinking about Marsha, they're programmed with love and so kim's love for Marsha is able to help them like turn the tide and the power of love is able to help the robots and humans coexist.
2: I love that. Yeah. Maybe that's why the robots underground can't kill Marsha while they're stuck there. Yeah. Like Marsha's not a threat. Marsha's an ally. Mm -hmm. Marsha, Marsha is a partner. And then Ken's like, yeah, Marsha is a partner. That's where they find the Wilson AI. And like, Wilson gives like the big ethos speech of like, you've corrupted Tim Taylor's ideals and everything he stood for. (laughs) Tim wouldn't have wanted this. Tim wanted to die peacefully as a human. He's still uh, dramatically against the robot uprising. I played the SNES game, <laughs> <laughs> and Kim realizes that she has corrupted Tool Time irreparably, and she does upload the the Wilson consciousness, shutting down all the robots except for Al, who's not part of the mainframe. And this- the series' final episode is a fist fight between Marsha Kim against Al.
1: Nice. Yes.
2: I feel like there needs to be some some stakes to this. Kim loses her non robot arm. In the fight, because Al pulls it off, as mm-hmm. Al is known to do. He did that in the original show, he pulled off someone's arm too. <laughs> <laughs> I was when Pamela Anderson was on the show, it was like season two. Um, and then, I think, I want to say Marsha loses an eye. Because I think eye patches are cool. Yes. Oh yeah. But, just in the nick of time, right as it looks bad, as they're both badly injured before Al makes the killing blow, robot Tim Allen shows up. <laughs> And strangles Al to death (laughs) with the Wilson consciousness in him. (laughs) And then just for measure, the robot T-Rex eats Al, so he can't even come back. Yeah. Yeah. And then also Randy's son gets a boyfriend. Yeah. And the show ends with Kim meeting up with her sorority sisters, or former sorority sisters, for coffee. As they do, their last pledge was just to rebuild the Earth (laughs) and repopulate it with humans
0: home improvement we sure did (laughs) that went so many different places that was amazing
2: thank you i really tried to stay true to the spirit of the original show because i knew that was gonna be (laughs) very important to people tuning in exactly you know i i think that there's also room for other cameos there i know only said randy and al but like if we wanted to bring in you know the 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 original like mom from home improvement we definitely could uh you know tim 's brother, we definitely could it's just like anyone except for Tim Allen is on the table. We don't have to confirm that they're dead, just Tim Allen's dead
0: yeah yeah like we'll um, we'll imply that the entire Taylor clan was wiped out, and then over the course of the series, we just see every single person except for Tim
2: yeah it's you, you can retcon whatever you want, like I said, like like you know we're going the Stephen Moffat style here, much like Al was, so yeah. it all works out uh no i I think that we have something here. I think we're ready to pitch it to ABC in
0: Disney um awesome
1: yeah
0: are we are we, are we doing that yes are, yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, take the i'm gonna burn this podcast onto a cd i'm gonna mail it directly to kevin Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is in the mcu so yeah. we do need to factor well, that well did, not necessarily in the mcu but like he's probably the person who can get it moving or at the very least he can pass it off to the guy running high school musical the musical the series <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah
0: I mean, like, Olivia Rodrigo would be great as Kim. Oh, so she would. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo would be great as Kim, although apparently she doesn't like acting that much anymore. And we truly have no idea if she's on the third season. But also, we could get Joshua Bassett as the gay son. <laughs> that is true. Look,
2: Olivia Rodrigo doesn't like acting now. But if you present her the right script, with the right that's, nuance and character that's depth... That's true. <laughs> I, I think that this is better than High School Musical, the musical, the series. And better than releasing a follow-up album to Sour. This would be great for her <laughs> career.
0: <laughs> I, say, I say give her a little bit of time because she, it, she literally just turned 18.
2: True, true, yeah. She's still playing a high schooler and we
0: need a, we need a college age person. Much like uh, the themes of the show, she's not quite done baking yet. <laughs> yeah, so... She'll, she's going to do another okay. EP and a Bond theme song and then she can do this.
2: Great, okay. So we could put Billie Eilish in there because she she is a bit grown. She has done a Bond theme song.
0: Oh, that's true. So that's very true. She can play Wilson. So we she could can put... play Wilma Wilson.
2: <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes, because she doesn't seem to want to be seen. So <laughs> I I do feel you. Casting casting for Kim and Marsha are going to be like very hard, right? Yeah. Because uh, theoretically, you kind of want either strong comedic talent, uh, of which there's not a lot of in Hollywood, unfortunately, as as far as like young female comedians because they don't really get a lot of the chances
0: yeah um, like there's, th- there's a lot of towns it's just as hard to, to get a uh, notoriety yeah.
2: yeah and so I think the way we need to go is um, put out something on Craigslist that's like seeking woman willing to be lesbian construction worker
0: <laughs> lesbian construction worker on film
2: <laughs> must know how to drill <laughs> or bake Looking for Kristen chenoweth from 30 years ago. <laughs> uh no, I, I I think we have a solid cast here. Obviously, we know who's gonna be playing Al. Yeah. Uh we know who's gonna be playing Randy, of course. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He yeah. hasn't done anything since like 2006 when they used like stock audio for Kingdom Hearts 2. But like I'm sure we can get him back. Or if not, we can just also take audio from Kingdom Hearts
0: 2. I was trying to remember who he played in Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, all right, Simba.
2: Yeah, they just took voice lines from Lion King and just put it in the game. <laughs> yeah. We'll just take Simba voice lines and write and around them, like Rise of Skywalker style. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, anything else that you think that the, the show needs before we're like, because I, I, like, I feel like it's ready to, ready to cook, but yeah. what other ingredients do we need?
0: I think the only thing, this is just like one episode, but in the first or second season, just a cameo from Kristen Stewart as herself
2: yes yeah i i i i don't know how she would fit in the plot but like if you can add kristen stewart to something you should i'm all on board yes 100 percent. is she gay in the show as well if she's playing herself
0: yeah oh well, yeah obviously okay that, that's why they got her
2: okay great
0: if this is our new demographic that al thinks we're gonna go all the way in yes whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. home improvement
2: having a queer demographic is not new <laughs>
0: Well, it's, but it's it's always the, been this well, way. But they're just realizing it now.
2: <laughs> Everyone had their lesbian awakening to Home Improvement, <laughs> and we just want to continue that trend. <laughs> exactly.
0: It is the most important LGBT work. In the first in the first iteration, it was a happy accident. Now this is the purpose.
2: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's going to be really big with 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 you know. Uh, young uh, queer youth, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Raylo, who's that? I, I, I stand Kim Marsh." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so on that note, I think, I think we are ready to put this in the oven.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think this is ready to bake. <laughs> uh,
0: and while we do that, I'm gonna back the friendship promo up so <laughs> we can get that hashtag non spawn other podcast in here. Right. One, two, three. Wow. Hi, this is Sam. Allow me to introduce you to Pod Against the Machine, your new favorite podcast, and possibly your new favorite thing in the entire world. We're a Pathfinder first edition actual play podcast running through the Iron Gods adventure path from Paizo Publishing. Here's a sneak peek of some of the shenanigans you can expect. None of these
1: kidnappings. There have been no... Ransom calls, or, you know, The calls, of course, means somebody going out on the street being like, Hey, ransom. <laughs> telephones Probably haven't ransom. been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: powerful. ransom crier. So, what I'm understanding from this is that Roll20 has a token for a stack of porn on a table.
2: But my trust in you as a DM and a person rapidly withering
0: as we're checking for this there's actually someone dragging a completely different body <laughs> off in the other direction in the back oh are you using the dragon corridor right now i thought i had a seven o'clock but i can push it back so join me and the rest of the crew as their characters die horribly and i laugh and laugh january 2021 wherever podcasts are sold or you know free Oh, Emily, thank you so much for being here and letting us experience this pitch.
2: <laughs> oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. I, I I hope it was great. I hope it was moving. I hope it was you know everything that you 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 wanted from from
0: me. It's 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 the show I didn't know I needed. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be how we pitch it to people. It's like you don't know that you need. Let's Robot war. Home improvement. But we have it now. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um. So, c- can people find you on the internet?
2: yeah they can um like i so they can find me on my own channel lady emily on youtube um that's youtube.com slash lady emily presents i also co-write for sarah's ad so you can find me at sarah's ad on youtube and on twitter i am uh at great cheshire um which i i just tweet about dumb stuff and batman all the time so <laughs> follow it it's good uh, <laughs> but yeah that's it
0: <laughs> on my end great uh Lindsay, how about yourself <laughs>
1: Um, I can be found on Twitter at Lindsay M476, it's Lindsay Spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshit from there. Tanner, where can people find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at Sparky Young Upstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F pod. Those are the letters for notify About You First, and they're pronounced oh 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 oh
2: oh oh Oh, like a Tim Allen grunt.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> You can also email us at notafferbootyoufirst at gmail.com, where you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, and your favorite unhinged way to redecorate your bathroom.
0: <laughs> um, that email is also where you can send us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast, your YouTube, or even your DeviantArt.
2: <laughs> not If I reboot
1: you First is a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can talk more about this show or others on the network via our Corner Podcast Discord.
0: Our cover art, as always, is by Alex, and her work can be found on ptchew.com, and our theme music is done by Sean Clake, whose contact info was available upon request.
1: This podcast is recorded on Treaty 4 Territory, the traditional lands of the Cree, Sotil, and Assiniboine, and homeland of the Métis.
0: And next week, we are having another guest, and we don't know what they're coming on with either, so we don't have a hint. Maybe I'll <laughs> edit that in later, maybe I won't. I do have a hint, and the hint is... Chris Chibnall is a coward and did not go far enough. But another guest! Huzzah! Yay! <laughs> it's me again. I'm pitching the Home Improvement
2: sequel sequel. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: This, this is the one where Kim and Marsha raise their robot children.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Home Improvement Genesis. <laughs>
1: Some improvement, but it's also Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Oh,
2: yeah, no, they're canon
0: with each other, actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tim Taylor actually worked very closely with Ted Farrow. (laughs) Okay, so... Thank you again. Oh, no problem. And uh, we'll uh, see you listeners next week, but not if we reboot you first.
1: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.